Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal and Blue Wire. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before ending the world of topics we find interesting. Here we go on a Friday. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the Raiders. They're not even in pads yet. A couple days of, couple days of training camp. I want to get to the real stuff, the important stuff. You were in Cabo. And oh, yeah, got, we can do Raiders. Well, uh, let's wait on them. They're not even in pads <laughs> we yet. Can do my just, my dumb travel experiences and, and running watching people's lives saved and families <laughs> reunited and having it not affect me at all. Tom Cruise coming off the uh, off the uh, raft. Sure, yeah, it was it was crazy. So you were you were in Cabo because it <laughs> yes. was your second vacation. Well, it's, it's it's my you know for those that are follow, that follow the Raiders, obviously people that listen to this podcast. Once season starts, season started Wednesday morning training camp. First practice or first availability is 8.30 a.m. Wednesday. So I went away from the weekend until Tuesday night. I got home around 3 in the morning for the 8 a.m. availability. So you just get as much vacation, pressure vacation right up to the start yeah, of the season. I know what you're talking about. I was well, a big bear last week. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you're old and you have kids. It's a different, it's a different experience. I have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I know. That's all right. He can, it's different. Our travels are different. He's, listen, he's no spring chicken. Let's our, be honest. Our travels are different. You're at Big Bear just <laughs> relaxing. In a cabin. Sure. Sure. He looks like he was on vacation. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good time. But you got to get that last one in before the season starts. All right. So you're in Cabo. Yeah. And what, are you just relaxing on the beach when you see something happening? <laughs> relaxing. There's no relaxing on those trips, my friend. Uh, no, but I actually saw... For those that are familiar, with I know a lot of West Coast people go down there quite a bit. I saw a lot of Vegas people down there, actually. Shout out to anybody else listening that you were uh, hanging out. Talked to a lot of people that are Raiders fans down there. Um, there's a marina. A lot of, lot of activity during the day. Very busy. I was staying right on the marina. But at night, it kind of closes down. Everybody goes to the club district. So there's a lot of people kind of circulating over where like the boat launch area is on the marina around midnight. And I thought it was kind of weird because you don't see that very often, especially a... It was a Monday night. Right. So I got interested. And then a bunch of uh, police cars, fire ambulances all showed up. And I could I could see it from where we were. So I said, I'm going to go check this out, walk over there. And as I get there, all these people are just looking around saying, I don't know what's happening. You know, you're asking people. You mean people, all the, like, the tourists? And yeah, everyone, the tourists. The and everybody's just there. Everybody collects for no reason. Like, I don't know. I said, well, what's happening? I don't know. We're just here. We're hanging out. <laughs> because of the cop presence. Because there's, yeah, there's just other people go. So you go. And so, as it turns out, uh, a some boaters had been out. The, you weren't supposed to be on the water that day, but all the boats got canceled because the the seas were Why, really the, bad. The seas were angry that day, my friend. That's I used the line like eight times. Trust of course, me. Uh, nice sign <laughs> for reference. Come on. Uh, so yeah, and we were sitting on like the the bars that are by the beach. Usually, the chairs are set up in the sand that you couldn't do that because the water was coming into the restaurants that were on the on the beach there. Uh, for those that like, if you if you're familiar with, like Mango Deck, the office, like those bars were getting water was just Drenched. coming in there. It was crazy. So all the boats were canceled. Apparently, some pe- some people went out early in the morning on their private boat. It wasn't like a charter. And this they, was an actual boat. Yeah, it was six people. They were just out kind of enjoying the the water fishing, and it it went it it flipped over. So they were stuck out in the water from about 11 a.m. around six. Uh, the local 6 p.m. Around 6 p.m., local military 
uh, that were looking for them called it off. They said, Caesar, Caesar out of control. It's starting to get dark soon. It's over. Told the families really? it's over. So apparently there were some some people that were contacted. The U.S. consul was contacted. This is all what we were told. I, I'll get to them coming back. Um, started contacting a bunch of people. And some local fishermen agreed to try to go out and, and do their own search. Obviously, for compensation, I would imagine is the... Sure, he got paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they were about to give up, too. Around 1030 at night, they just said, it's 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 too rough out here. If there, if there are people out here, they're gone. And as they started to turn their boat back in, about 25 miles offshore, they found them. What were they floating on? Floating little, on a little lifeboat. Little yeah, floating lifeboat? On, and all their phones, everything had gone in the water, so they had right. no no con- no way to contact anybody. They were able to save a little bit of water. Everyone was safe. Six people, all were saved. Yeah, from what what we what we were told. Now, I started, of course, doing some Facebook searching, and there were some some people from the group that I think there was three others that were there that that didn't make it. But we were told from the actual people. Uh, that got off the boat. Yeah, we were. Wait all... a second, you were there interviewing them like it was a story. Of course, I went into reporter mode. So when they when they pull, so so I got. This I'll get is to the that first point. person they see when they got off the boat is you asking questions. No, their their families were there. So there's six of them. A couple of them, their families were there. The the hugs, the crying, uh, you know, all. And you're of this. just standing there ready to pounce. And there's like 50 people now watching just what's going on. And I'm a reporter. I went into reporter mode. I started asking the questions, and they were actually willing to talk. They were they're li- they thought they were dead. Their lives have been saved. Would they come in on the fishing boat? Or they uh, no, drug in? They got rescued. So another boat came out, brought them in. And, okay, uh, so they, the fishing boat said, "Hey, they're out here." Yeah, and then they they brought. I guess they pulled them in and then got them to like a more of a rescue type boat. Right. And then they brought them in, and there was all these you know ambulances waiting to try to take them in. What'd you say? I'm Al- Adam Hill from the Review Journal. How did you approach just, these people? I was like, "Hey, that that must have been wild." <laughs> That's what you said to them? I was like a few daiquiris in or whatever. We were drinking Mai Tais. I don't know. But yeah, it was just, hey, what, what happened out there? They got the <laughs> uh, the sea was angry that day. Uh, but I mean, they were. it was a very happy moment. I, there's no, if it, if it had ended differently. I were there families there? A couple of them were, yeah. And just obviously sobbing and, and just right. so overcome with joy and emotion. It was God, cool to see it. Things that happened to you on now, trips. <laughs> so here... This was my cynical nature, obviously taking over. As I said, most of the marina is closed uh, at that time. Right, at night, that point. For sure. One of the bars had stayed open. And my thought is they just saw these people. They said, okay, let's let's sell some booze. They stayed open to take advantage of the crowd. <laughs> they looked out there at all the people crying and said, so. they'll be celebrating because uh, they, they're home safe. Either they're going to have some celebratory beer, maybe some, some sad sadness whiskey. Or some sad whiskey. Yeah. Because so the they bar, never came back. Bar stayed open. Usually closed around nine. This is after midnight. How many how many men, women, and what were the ages? You think that what, were like, rescued? Were yeah, it was it was like late forties, early forties guys that were out there fishing. All guys. Yeah, yeah. It was cool what to a see. Story. It was cool to see. Did you? You didn't go in and have drinks with them and like pretend you were part of the party? Or <laughs> no, something. I'd let them go with their family, have some dinner. They were pretty pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to get some food. I think. Oh, it man. was cool. It was cool to to be a part of seeing something like that. I mean, you don't, you just expect to go and. Have fun for a few days, and then you get that one little moment, and then obviously you went straight to straight to the club after that, and and, and told your story. Nah, I just went and hung out, <laughs> listened to the music. Else Were you the only row. one of your group who went down to the marina? Yeah, yeah. No one else really. A cared. lot of yeah, a lot of uh, early early risers on this one, or excuse me, early risers, early going to bed people. Oh, really? Yeah. But then it was also the last night, so they wanted to you know sleep for the for the plane in the morning. Not me. No, why would, from, you, why would you sleep? Straight from El Squid Row to the airport. When do you sleep? Whenever. 
Right now, never. Because Josh McDaniels and the Raiders have decided to practice at, uh, I don't know, five in the morning now? Yeah. It's the right thing to do. I'm trying to get So, for those that don't know, they're, they're practicing around around 8.30. They're trying to get out there, and it's incredibly hot. Uh, I thought it was really fascinating that Josh McDaniels uh, talked about how much he studied uh, temperature and humidity. Yeah, he's, he's like a weatherman now. This yeah. kid's stuck about the sea is angry, my friend, the marine biologist. This McDaniels kid's a weatherman now. I'm glad I asked him. It was kind of a throwaway question, honestly. And, you know, just, hey, has the heat... Because he was talking about preparing and training camp schedule and... You know, as a head coach, that's one of the things you have to do. What days we're going to practice? When are we not going to practice? And these are these are planned. You know, they're not deciding Wednesday what they're going to do Thursday. Like right. they know what session eight of practice is going to be three weeks from tomorrow. They know, like they plan that we out. We don't. The thing. They won't tell us. That's all right though. They don't. They don't have to. Be nice. Be nice to know. Be planning. nice to know what the what the uh, radio shows you and I do that we'd like to know. Uh, you know where. Well, not, the world. not only that, just what you know, what days are going to be off? How are we going to plan stories for when it goes? Sure. All that stuff. Uh, but they're they're not talking about that. In the past, we've we've been able to run a training camp schedule for fans that want to know yeah, what exactly. days are we not going to practice. There's been some fans out there, but not not a not a ton. But, yeah, but it is, even it's really hot. even fans that aren't out there, I think you want to know what days should I look for news? What days should I wake up and All look right. for a press conference? What days should I look for video from from the practice field? So. It doesn't matter in the long run, but yeah, they haven't really put a, put together a schedule. But Josh, I, I asked if the heat was comp- was a complicating factor in putting that schedule together, knowing hey, you got to practice early, you got to do this, and that's when he told us. Uh, for those who have seen the quote now, that he has studied weather and humidity all summer, trying to get ready for how the, how it's going to work out. And and he said, I studied the weather patterns in Vegas, and he said, you know, some days are going to be one fifteen, it's going to be brutal, and it's going to be tough to practice, and then you'll all of a sudden get a ninety. Which yeah, they're supposed is, to get some true. 90s next week, by the yeah, way. Yeah, which it was just true. And he's he's kind of studied that and looked at it. So um, the attention to detail, I think, very, very impressive, certainly uh, entering this camp. And you see that out on the field uh, every single day, a lot that's going on out there. Well, we've seen three days. They're not in pads yet. They're kind of doing, it looks like to me, they're revamping what they did in OTAs in mini camps, like, you know, kind of all the same drills and getting ready yeah. to put on pads. I, and it's not surprising. I'm excited about them putting on pads, though, because then you get some aggressiveness and see actually, you know, what's going on out there. Yeah, that's what the mini camp was for, to get them ready for training camp, to say, okay, here's how we run through drills. We go from this drill to dr- this drill. Um, you know, just for example, today I was standing over by the tight ends doing a blocking drill, and that drill was like, I think it was a six-minute session, just one at a time, line up and block. And then they brought the tackles over and did the same drill. Right. That's who they're going to be lined up to that. next to. That's who they're going to so be they, going against. That was the, the the easy transition to make out on the field. And I think the the OTAs and the minicamp were a lot of the same, but maybe at a slower pace to say, this is what we're going to do in training camp. And now it's here. You are ready to go. You know exactly what you're doing. Nobody needs The coaches don't need to tell you what you're doing next. You know this is how it's going to go. This is how practice runs. And uh, I think that's what they were trying to get. And that's mission accomplished, I would say. That's how they're running practice. Now. See a lot of accountability out there. <laughs> Stop. Just asking you. I'm asking you a question. The buzzwords are just out of control right now. I can't believe how many times in two days we've heard accountability from from McDaniels well, and from his players. And and, it, and and to be fair to the players, I mean, it's a it's a nonsense word that doesn't mean anything. I mean, it, the word means something. Right. But everybody is accountable. Like that when you don't, if you make mistakes as a player in the NFL, you're cut. You're, yeah, you're held accountable total for your brutal mistakes. business. I mean, you can't sit yeah. out there and fumble the ball or throw interceptions and but that's accountability. Accountability. About that's it. what accountability is. It's, it's you. You are held accountable. Like you're always going to be held accountable. So in that league, for sure. The fact that you're seeing every single player, every single coach, um, say accountability, it's because they're being asked. Hey, this team really seems like you're holding each other accountable. Yeah, every team ever is has done that, and and sometimes it's not as good as others, and you see that kind of show up and making a lot of mistakes. But um, it, it's. 
there's <laughs> there's a lot of buzzwords that just kind of start happening and then everybody uses them and they'll use them this day and then the next day and then the next day it's it's crazy how that works and that's kind of how it develops but then you see fans oh, i really like how this team is holding each other well they're fans no but i'm, I'm saying that's until they're two and that's, five that's not that's not the fans fault they're 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 reading the same stories they're seeing the same interviews sure. they're seeing the same sure. quotes and then they're they're saying it like yes accountability is a thing in professional sports if you there are sometimes you don't have it and that team falls apart but in 95 percent of cases you're going to see accountability because if there's not the accountability is that you're cut you're not on the team anymore yeah so there's always accountability whether it's individual personal or uh, as a team as a whole as they're trying to preach right now but that's that's what every single team preaches and says and uh you really see it when when it's the season you're not going to see that in training camp anything exciting about the the uh position groups now that we're out there it's what it's their second day we just finished the second day of camp yesterday was the uh first full day of them being on the field with the veterans and the rookies today was we're doing this on friday so today was the second day again i all I can say is hot take here. It's hot out there. It's hot. It's hot. It, it is. It's, that's a hot take for me. You, um, I'll give you another hot take. 17's good. Devontae's very good. Yeah, he's he seems, good. He he's seems good. even in regular drills to be above everyone else. Fairly smooth as a route runner. Yeah. He seems to, uh, seems to know yeah, what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know, you're not going to learn anything no. from what's going on. I think the fact that we're seeing – I don't. Here's, here's another part of this. There's restrictions on what you're allowed to say and write about. And so when if you're reading and you're saying, well, why aren't you writing this? Why aren't you saying this? Well, a lot of it is restricted. Now I might. Well, be, as a sh- you mean when we're watching practice, you can't say like, oh, no, they ran this like, play, no, they fact, did this. No, you're not even like supposed to talk about. Or stuff like that. You're not, not supposed, supposed to, to talk that. about who's lining up with who, where no. they're lining up. Um, I'm probably breaking protocol in some way right now by saying Alex Leatherwood is playing tackle, and I know that's a question that a lot of people are asking. Uh, he's been lining up a tackle, and he's right. been lining up next to Denzel Good, and so that is. I know something that a lot of people are looking for, but technically you're not supposed to write that. So if you're looking for specifics like that. People tweet it, though. They tweet that stuff all the time. Of course. And some people that aren't there. And then there's people relaying. This is this is new fascinating. Yeah, there's a lot thing. of people who aren't there who are tweeting, which well, makes it amazing. There's a lot of people relaying because they're not allowed to tweet from practice. Then you relay information to somebody else who then tweets, who tweets it out it? who's not there. And technically you can't really punish Is that somebody. what's happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a some whole. Ins- it's some inside information. Sure. It's a whole thing. It's It's craziness. But that, that's still so the gonna, Wild West. I'm going to text Bonnie, my wife, that Alex Leather was running a tackle, and she's going to actually tweet it out if she even had Twitter, which she doesn't. Well, you might want to Facebook, I guess. You might want to make it somebody less uh, related to you. That that wouldn't be as easy to <laughs> you trace. Mean this, not the same last yeah, would, name. Wait a minute. Hold it might on. be it might be fairly easy to trace that one, <laughs> where that's who's doing it. I got to uh, find myself one of those bloggers. Why? What's the what's the purpose though? Like, yeah, well, you can I'm find gonna, a blogger I mean, that would tweet out stuff for you, it. but why? What, is, what does it get you? I don't know. I like to, I like to, I like to stay in touch with the fans of the team. I like to let the fans know what's happening out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, so do I. And then you try to write about what's happening and, and not be as specific uh, as you normally would be. And, and I, I guess, I mean, but for those that are out there wondering, like, why aren't you saying what this? You didn't say that they ran a reverse on the third play of the second set. Yeah, you're not allowed to say those sort right. of things. Um, and, you know, there's certain parts of the walkthrough. Well, we shouldn't be practice. able to. We shouldn't be putting No, I'm not. I'm not complaining there. about that. I'm just no. trying to explain to people why a lot of that stuff isn't written by us who are out there. If you are out there, you're not really allowed to do those things. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.
Should we talk about what happened with Derek Carr today? I mean... Come on. No accountability? With our buddy. I know what you're saying. Should I, we not I do understand. it? No, I don't, it's fine with me. Okay. Uh, I think it's a long-running issue, though. It wasn't today. It was. It was uh, Derek Carr and our, our uh, friend Paul Gutierrez from ESPN had a back and forth that made the uh, Twitter world and made the um, uh, social media uh, channels with fans. Um, well, let's play the clip here. Here's Derek Carr uh, uh, talking about a story that ran in The Athletic written by Vic uh, Tafer, and he was asked about the story, and this is what Derek Carr said, and this was Paul Gutierrez's comment back. I said it. I said it in like this tone, and now it's been taken to this. I saw the full quotes. I know. It was, it was, but you know how him and Paul like to do things. You know what I mean? They'd be doing crazy stuff. Uh, and so, yeah. I mean, look, nobody expectation. Who cares? Like nobody cares. You know. Like at the end of the day, they could say you got all these. That crap don't matter. You know, we have to go play the football games. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's honestly how I feel. I just got to be more honest. I just got to start speaking my mind. And as I'm getting older, I just say what I want to say, you know. And so my real answer is the expectation, all that kind of stuff. Who says that? Honestly, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Whether they don't say anything or they say a lot, nobody cares. Hopefully they talk about us at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but right now, that crap don't matter. It doesn't matter, Derek. Why do you talk about it and why do you... Thank you, Paul. It's so good to see you. Uh, <laughs> I say it because I'm a positive person, and I try and... Uh, it is. And I try and encourage my teammates. There's a way that I say things to encourage my locker room to maybe put a chip on their shoulder, and sometimes I do it too much. And so I don't appreciate your tone either. You can pump that back a little bit. Okay, so Derek Carr... Here, here was my issue with Derek Carr in the beginning. He brought, as you heard there, he brought Paul into a story where Paul had nothing to do with it. That right there, I thought, was was wrong. I mean, he, and like you said, it's a longstanding thing. He and Paul have gone back and forth. He's blocked Paul on Twitter. Well, he's blocked everyone on Twitter. Okay. But I mean, you know what I mean? They, they've had back and forth before. Sure. But I just thought him bringing Paul into the situation was completely wrong on well, that it's, it's He had what, nothing to do with that story. It's what, and, and here's the other part, because you heard a lot more of it here than you probably will elsewhere. I think elsewhere, they'll just play... And I'll say this, Paul, a friend of ours, I'll, I'll you know, make that caveat. Absolutely. Uh, Paul was, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a word that describes how he asked the question without coming across as, I'm not trashing him, I'm just trying to describe what it was. I would say Paul was... Combative? Sn- combative is fair. I was going to say like snotty. Okay. <laughs> I think combative is fair. But Derek had brought him into it. So Derek you, brought, you haven't hey, heard, Derek, you, yeah. you, for the most part, you haven't been hearing that Derek brought him in. Derek Derek basically accused Paul of like taking things out of context and blowing things right. up. Right, he and Vic, he said and that. So, and so at the end of that answer, after he brought Paul into it from out of nowhere, he he said, but you know, I just don't care about those things. Right. And Paul's like, then why do you keep talking yeah, about it? Which exactly. is a, it's a combative question. No question about it. A fair question. Absolutely fair. Because so often Derek says, uh, you know, I don't really care. I about don't these read. Things. I don't well, then, listen. And then, then he starts talking heard, about it where right. you say you read and you listen. How have you heard everything that everybody said and read? It? Yes, of course he reads. Of course he reads. And Everyone listens. does. And he's told by his brothers what people right. are writing. And about. that's not a criticism of Derek either. Like everybody that's reads fine. and listens what's out there. Well, that's what people, I mean, and you and I in this business, when anyone in their world, whether it's coaches or plays, say, I don't read or listen, they're saying I read and listen. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's like on, on, a, it is. on a side note, uh, Zeke Elliott today said nobody yes. that knows football pays attention to PFF, like nobody that's ever played or knows football would pay attention to them. Well, let's be honest about these things. Pro Football Focus gets a lot of money from how many teams in the NFL? 32. 
all 32 teams play yeah. an exorbitant amount of money and to get PFF's it, data to get their data and their information. Sure. So don't say nobody that pays attention right. to football listens to what they say. Your team does. So your team doesn't know anything. Your about owner football? does. Is that what you're saying? Because let's be clear. Well, I don't know about that owner, but well, the GM sure. does. But let's be clear that no GMs, no coaches, no front offices, no owners, nobody, nobody in the league understands football or gets football because they all read PFF's data, right? So that's let's get there. So when you hear things like this. It's silly, and you're trying to take a cheap shot, and you're not. But when when Derek Carr or any athlete says they don't le- read or pay attention, they're lying. They yes. do. Almost all of them do. And that's not a knock. I would. I would, I too. would read everything need, about and me. And here's the thing. When people say, like, especially coaches, I don't read or listen, I say that's irresponsible. You should know what everyone's saying about your program. Yeah. It's irresponsible not to read or listen. What don't you want to know? What people are saying about your program, so you can keep maybe, up with that. Maybe not like somebody with that's a fake Twitter account with two followers. No, yes, I'm talking about legitimate journalism. Sure. Legitimate journalism. Yeah. You should listen and talk. And you might not agree, and they don't agree with everything said or listen. Yeah, but you need to know what's being to- told about and, it in your program. And you should know what fans think, not because you should change because of it. That's your customers, and you should right. want to know what like what the, what they're saying that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. But so to get back, so Derek says, well, I don't care about those things anyway. And Paul, then why do you keep bringing it up, Derek? Which is, it's it was it was combative, and it was maybe not the right tone that Derek wanted. But it's a totally fair question. And then that kind of is what led to back and forth between them. So yeah, I know that I know that is going to blow up. I know a lot of people are going to talk be talking about it, but uh, it's already blown up on Twitter. Yeah, it's it was something that was. This is just a shock and a hot take. The fans have taken Derek Carr's side. <laughs> of course, of course. They have. What a shock! Uh, and the people that don't like Derek Carr have gone against him. Like it, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, Derek Carr could just say good morning and half the fans would say, yes. is it good? Yes. And half of them would say, yeah, it is a good morning. It's 1115. It's yeah. not the morning at all. Yeah. So he would say it's a good morning. The fan, there's certain Derek Carr fans that had maybe their whole family died that morning and they'd say, you know what? It is a good morning. Yeah. Just because Derek Carr said it was a good morning. That's my QB. It's like 50-50. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it's that's what happens with star athletes and quarterbacks and it's they're polarizing and no matter what they say, it's going to uh, it's gonna be fractured and uh, set up like that. So um, I, I don't take too much into it. It's a it's a long simmering thing, and I know that part of it was you know Derek brought Paul into something that he wasn't really a part of. No, he was in the it back was an athletic room. story. He works for ESPN. Right. He's in the back of the room where he usually sits, where his seat is in the uh, media center there. And and Derek was asked about a quote in the Athletic written by Vic Tafer, um, asked by Vic Tafer's colleague uh, from the uh, Athletic, Deshaun Reed. And all of a sudden, Derek brings Gutierrez into this, which I'm sorry, I thought that was wrong. He had nothing yeah. to do with this. Yeah, I and mean, even if he did, then when when Paul asked the question that, and you say that's combative, well, you brought you started it, so understand that Derek part did. of it. Yeah, and I'm not. Listen, I'm not. It, it might sound like I'm trashing him. No, like I, I understand where both sides are coming from on this for sure. I get that Derek didn't like that tone, but you did start it, so you have to also. It was a totally legitimate to question by Paul. That. Legitimate question, sure, but there was a tone. It wasn't. He didn't just ask a question like you would normally ask a question. He asked it because he was annoyed. So you're you you it, you had been better with. Hey, Derek. No, no, no. You, I'm not faulting you, either side. If I, you're I, saying this, why would you no, talk about it? like no, not I, not not like you said is a. No, I think Paul was warranted in the tone that he had, but it was a tone. Like it, let's not pretend like it wasn't. It was, but he's warranted in yes, that tone. Yes, he, he was totally, totally warranted agree. to be annoyed, yes. and he asked a question in an annoyed way. Totally fine on both sides on that. I just thought it was it was interesting. Obviously, I know fans are going to enjoy it, uh, but that's where it was. I'll, I will also follow up with, boy, has my last twenty four hours not been fun on Twitter. And I don't. I, I'll go after people. Uh, it's fine. I, I don't care about the feedback. But when people are either lying or 
I don't know. It really bothers me. So the last 24 hours have been a bother. Uh, I got obsessed, as you know, with the Foster Morrow story. Yes, how you pronounce last name. You wrote about it in the paper so, today. And I have to think about it every time I say it because I've been saying it Well, wrong. you've been messing it up all day. So have you. And you're well, the- everyone has. Moro. I'm saying for four years. Oh, no, four years. Yeah, I, I totally screwed it up. Yeah. So every time I say it, I have to think about it. But this is the backstory of what happened. Foster Morrow, the tight end for, for the Raiders, went on a podcast, told the story of how his name is actually Foster Morrow, and John Gruden called him Foster Moreau. Right. He corrected him, and Gruden went right back to Moreau. And he's and he just said, you know what? Let's just go with it. So for the first several years, uh, three years of Foster Moreau's career, he's Foster Moreau. He's been Foster Moreau, and what he said makes sense. And if you say it, he said, look, it's easier to say. It rolls off your tongue better than Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Oh, it's just seamless. It's seamless. Foster Moreau, you kind of have to think about. And he said, I get that. So I'm not going to correct. I'm not going to stand here and yell at people that say it the wrong way. Just say it however you want to. And as, as you pointed out, I was able to track down his dad yesterday. Lyle. Lyle. His father, Lyle. Lyle Morrow. Great dude. I tracked him down. He said the same thing. And I know you love the quote. The best quote I the best quote <laughs> of the month. <laughs> but it was a very Louisiana. He just said, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna get angry or fight anybody. We say it how we say it. People can say it whatever they want. He said, just say what you want to say and get on down the get road. Get on down the road. <laughs> I love very, that. A very southern thing to say. I and love that from Lyle. Basically, it's I just don't care. It's fine. No, I think it's a fun story. I, I enjoy it. I think it's funny that we've been all saying it wrong. And when I say we, I have, you have. Absolutely. Gruden has. Yeah. Basaccia has. Uh, Greg Olson has, has. Derek Carr has. Darren Wall. Everybody has been saying it wrong. The, the Raiders broadcast has. Although, Al Michaels. I went back and listened. He said it correctly? Said it correctly. The only said one. Morrow. Foster Morrow. Said it correctly. So he must have had a meeting. And when he said that, people probably like, oh, Yeah, he doesn't know on. what he's you talking know, about. You know, you know, to pronounce this guy's name. But here's the thing. Obviously, what I've just said is absolutely just factual. Everybody has been saying Foster Moreau. All the players, everyone has. Now, I tweeted this out yesterday, and I wrote a story about it. And I wrote a story talking to his dad and to Foster about this, the name and the evolution and how we've gotten to where we are. And said it's actually supposed to be Foster Moreau. Now, the vast majority of respondents have said, why are you saying everybody says it wrong? You're the only idiot that's been saying it wrong. What? Fans. That's There's no way no. that I'm no. the only person that's been saying no, Foster fans Moreau. Heard it, fans heard it from media, and they just assumed, and from coaches and players, they just assumed it was yeah. Foster Moreau. When Derek Carr does an interview, he says Foster Moreau. Yeah. When Darren Waller, Foster Moreau. Hunter Renfro, Foster Moreau. Max Crosby, one of his best friends on the team, says Foster Moreau. Everybody has said it. So, like... It's just a funny little story, but stop coming at me like I'm the idiot that's been saying this Foster is the least, Moreau. This is the least thing you've been coming at on Twitter. I know. This but can't even bug you. But How it can bothers bug me because it that bothers me when you. it's just so disingenuous. Like, who are all the... Oh, like, I'll have actual arguments. I don't arguments. know if it's disingenuous. I, de- I actually think weird fans of this team, and there are a lot of weird ones out there, probably believe that they knew how to say it all along. Or, here's, but here's the other theory that I finally realized. People don't understand accent marks and pronunciation guides. Well, that was one person who didn't understand the pronunciation. Well, that's a lot of people. Like I, I've been, so I've been tweeting out the you actual, tweeted out the actual pronunciation, and then of somebody it, said it, nothing changes just because you put a few random capital letters in it. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> syllable that is stressed when you like. Ah, people, you got to be nice. People understand that, people that right? Un- well, people don't know. I, I, that's let's not get uh, me snippy. Nuts. Let's get uh, snippy up. Poor I people. should be happy. I saw people saved. Saw their lives saved when they thought they were dead. It's been a bad 24 hours for you. Well, that was like 
By the way, um, you've you've switched up now. What are you talking? Well, no, I haven't. You, I'm you looking, were waiting. I'm looking at Dutch Brothers. No, it's I'm not looking Dutch. At, it's, it's not. What is that? It's not. It's Dunkin' Donuts because you were waiting here. I left, and we left at the same time from the, the team facility, facility at the same time to come into the luxurious new podcast studio. Very nice, Larry Journal, Mir. which are our, our, uh, incredible. Larry Mir, it's great. I mean, they had us in a no in one a wants to see closet. us on camera, so please don't turn that thing yeah. on. And we were in a broom closet for like five years, and now we're living in the this life. Is the, of you know, this is the room I fell asleep in. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually fell asleep in sure. one of those like six a.m. wake up calls sure. that Larry had us for that. But weird it's, TV su- show. it's super nice in here. <laughs> so thank you to everyone here at the RJ, the our bosses, just came coming through big. I'm Very sure, nice. I'm sure it's Larry, a real did, podcast Larry did nothing to help, but the, I'm sure the bosses, of, of, you know, above him, did an awesome job. It's nothing at all. Larry's, in here. Larry's not writing the checks; he's just putting in the expenses. So I think sad for our listeners. Probably we're, we're probably have some video podcasts oh, coming soon, debra- so you can watch on us on Facebook, YouTube probably, and, uh, and also oh. listen to us. It'll be great. But so Talk about people taking shots then at us. So we were leaving the team facility at the exact same time to come in here to record this, and I said. You're probably going to have to wait a few minutes. Well, first of all, I was right. doing I was doing a radio spot in Kansas City, which I, by the way, created just all kinds of chaos and then just hung up. Why? About Derek? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, it's a, a fan, an upcoming fantasy football. The, there's a show in Kansas City. There's like eight of them that are coming out for a league. I remember you, you've you got ties to Kansas City. Sure. And I, but I, they yeah. were like, oh, we can't wait. We'll be in Vegas in a couple of weeks. And I said, well, some people might be out of the league, but I've got some replacements and hinted at some Las Vegas uh, celebrities that I might include in the league. And they were like, wait, what? And then I just hung up. Which is great. Uh, so I said, you might wait for me a couple minutes. You said you're going I'm gonna, to Dutch Brothers. I'm going to go to Dutch Brothers, my spot, and I'm gonna, I'll be in there a few minutes after you. Right. Well, I got to Dutch Brothers, and as usual, 33 cars in line. Right, right. And I said, as much as I love Dutch Brothers yeah. way more than any other any other coffee, sponsor the show, maybe. Uh, is that right? No, I said maybe they should. Uh, oh, I was going to say. As much as I love them. Larry, you didn't give me them to throw in the old, uh, the old roundup here. Who, who's sponsoring this thing? As much as I love them more than. <laughs> yes. As much as I love them more than any other coffee, I wasn't about to make you wait 45 minutes. So I just. I would have waited had I given you my order of Dutch Brothers hot chocolate. Sure. Oh, man. So I said. Nothing like it. We are really uh, giving the full court press here to that Dutch Brothers sponsorship. <laughs> uh, they put the drizzle of the chocolate on top of the whipped cream. I have, an emba- oh, I have an embarrassing amount of free coffees on my phone right now because I've, I get Dutch Brothers so often and I don't use the free ones. So are you done with Starbucks? I go to Starbucks if the line at Dutch Brothers is super long or as in today, there was a Dunkin' Donuts right next door with zero line. So I settled for for the inferior right. Dunkin' Donuts product. Inferior? I hope they're not a sponsor. <laughs> Make sure they're not a sponsor. <laughs> are, they, are they a sponsor? Uh, but yes, uh, very. I'm very much pro, pro team Dutch Bros, but I wasn't going to make you wait that long. So Appreciate it. Yeah, so I just settled for whatever this drizzle. Was that is. some kind of a? It's a coffee drink, but what, what it's, is it? It's it's a cold brew with with almond milk and it has a little bit of a uns. It's a sugar free sugar free vanilla. All right, it's not great. You know my order. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you tried to you tried to get me to order on the way here, and I Grande said no. Grande Java chip frappuccino with pepper and whip, whip extra drizzle on top. And yet, and yet at Dutch Brothers, it's just hot chocolate. Oh, no. I, I'm serious. You haven't had it, but Dutch Brothers hot chocolate. Larry was agreeing with the whipped cream and the drizzle on top. Best hot chocolate time. It rivals Tim Hortons in Canada. Okay. Now now you're being crazy. No, for the hot chocolate. I don't know. Yeah. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know anything about Tim Hortons coffee, but I've been told it's the best. No. Dutch, but Dutch Brothers is a game changer. It's better than Tim Hortons? Yeah. Okay. The, co- the hot chocolate at, 
at Dutch Brothers is amazing. Can it's we amazing. get? We just keep saying the name of the place. Can we? Get, <laughs> can we get that place? Can we get that place we were just referencing to just open in the parking lot here at the yard for be us? That would be fantastic because I, as much as I love it, I will wait in like forty-five minute lines a day to get it. It'd be much, much easier, more convenient. If Do you have a Dutch Brothers app like you did Starbucks? Yeah, but you can't pre-order right now. That's that's what I was saying. I'll, I'll show you right now how many free ones. Are on my are on my. Why do you get a free one? Because there's lines. No, if you use if you buy enough of them, they give you a free one. And I buy so many that I'm just sitting on a whole like lifetime supply of them. My daughter goes to Dutch Brothers a lot. Where's all of those all of those circles? You have four thousand two hundred (laughs) and eighty five free coffees. No, no, no. that's not right. No, no, no. it's like no. What is that? Four thousand two hundred eighty five. What's that mean? Points. It's like a hundred. It's like one hundred (laughs) fifty points. It's like 150 I thought that kid points. had 4,200 free coffees. No, it's like 150 points. That's almost 30 free coffees. And you just go up and they click it. Well, I just keep saving them. I want to see how far I can go. Oh, my. Could you get me a hot chocolate I'm living that? life on the edge. I could. I won't. <laughs> Why not? These are for me. You know how hard I work for these? <laughs> come on. It's like Elaine with the free sub. Does a, does a free hat come with that, too? Maybe. <laughs> um. My daughter goes to Dutch Brothers, but I don't know which one. Which one do you go to? Are there a lot of them in town? Everyone I can find. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. And I keep okay, finding new so- ones that have shorter lines, and then people find them. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get All me. Right. They get me. Your daughter used to order Slurpees on Uber Eats. Is that not, that's that not was the so case pa- That was so pathetic. Answering the door at midnight from some guy holding a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. I got so mad at her. I go, you've got these poor people driving around town for you at 7-Eleven getting a Slurpee at midnight? She goes, that's her job. I go, no, their job's to have like sandwiches and big meals for people, not a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. She goes, eh, what are you going to do? She took her Slurpee and she went in her room. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like making people drive around. For, I don't do Uber Eats. Well, I do on the road sometimes. You have no problem making me do it and ordering you 18 words in your well, order. Well, that's, that's because you're there. I would never ask you to go do something if you weren't also going to partake. Um, but no, tell me next time Dutch Brothers. Are you a hot chocolate guy? No. I mean, sure, I am. That's not what I'm going. I'm getting coffee. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll see how that happens. That's going to blow up this uh, podcast. Um, Larry's going to pull that sound. I, I didn't even prepare Larry for the Gutierrez uh, car sound. Now, now it's I also feel longer bad. than you think, by the way. So I feel bad, Larry. I apologize. <laughs> He's giving us a thumbs up. Hopefully, none of this was on video. We will be on video, and you can make fun of us here very soon in this plush new. RJ Studio. It really, by the way, everything we no, it's beautiful. Everything we do here is a joke, but that that's actually true. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal Blue Wire. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Meir, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. We'll talk to you next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.